Welcome back to Flyover Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims. I'm Olivia Clement. And I'm very tired, Walter Lyle. <laughs> Today we are discussing by far the most anticipated movie of the year, Spider-Man No Way Home. Woo! Just a heads up, the first segment of this podcast will be a spoiler-free discussion of our initial thoughts and reactions, um, so that if you haven't seen the movie yet, we want you to be able to join us for... Um, the first part of this conversation, but the second half of this conversation, we will let you know uh, when we will be discussing spoilers. Um, and we are going to be getting into major spoiler territory. Um, and uh, we will include a warning when we get to talking about. Okay, well, now we're going to have to bleep that out, Isaac. So thanks a lot for that. It's kind of the Idiot. point, but I just wanted to be able to use Giving Walter redacted. more work to do. Say, now, now I have to edit more. And you know how much I yeah. hate that. Yeah. yeah. Our producer hates his Our job. I hate doing it. this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hates you. Yes, just, specifically. Just, just you. Just you. <laughs> um, and then some really quick housekeeping, and then we'll jump right into our viewing experiences of this movie. Um, next Wednesday, the three of us are going to cover the finale of Hawkeye, um, and we will be having a guest, so stay tuned for that. Or we, we may, probably. Maybe. Probably. 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 Schedule's pending. Schedule's just going to be me doing a silly voice. <laughs> Walter's second It's me second talking like this the whole time. Orko. <laughs> what did you think of Hawkeye? Okay, sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do that. <laughs> um, so, finale of Hawkeye next Wednesday, the 22nd, I believe. And then... Eric is going to be joining us again uh, after a sabbatical uh, to discuss our top five movies of 2021, and that'll be coming within the first two weeks of uh, January. And then after that, we have no idea what we're doing. So lots of exciting stuff on the horizon, and the team needs to coordinate. So we'll let you know. Yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> Actually, if we could talk about some of that stuff after this episode, that'd be great. Probably yeah, should. Sounds good. Yeah, probably should. <laughs> Um, okay, let's, let's just get right into it. Cause we have a lot of stuff to, dis- to discuss and this was a really fun movie. Um, Olivia, where did you see this movie? What was your theater screening experience like? Cause you saw it before Walter and I did. I saw it. I saw it Thursday. Yeah. So you guys saw it last night or as of last night as we're recording this. So I saw it Thursday at the Warren, which is a big theater in Moore, Oklahoma, and it has a really big IMAX screening. And so we saw it in IMAX um, and it was incredible. I have seen a lot of like superhero movies and like Star Wars movies there anyway. And so that's where a lot of people go to watch those kinds of movies. And the crowd was into it i i was a little disappointed by the lack of spider-man costumes that were there there were there were a few (laughs) but i was expecting more uh but someone dressed up as like i guess scarlet witch like i i think that's what she was dressed up as and so which felt kind of random but i didn't hate it anyway but the crowd cheered multiple times like so many times to the point where i was just like Guys, stop! I can't hear what they're saying. <laughs> Which everyone made me feel calm like down. An old person. Yep. Yeah, I was like, everyone, chill out, relax, 
like they this is not a spoiler because you see this in the the trailers when alfred molina shows up as doc ock they cheered and i was like guys we knew he was coming (laughs) that was not a surprise to anyone but it's Um, so exciting it was exciting exciting. it was really exciting so all in all i had a really good viewing experience and i am glad i i saw what i did what was what was it like for y'all what peter did you guys go to we went to the amc imax like an actual imax uh Mm -hmm screening because uh our friend kyle uh is a theater production manager in on the east coast in new jersey and he was staying with us in several weeks ago when the tickets came on sale he texted me and said are we gonna see spider-man it's that weekend and i was like uh and i usually i almost never buy tickets ahead of time and he was like we should probably buy tickets in imax because it's gonna sell out and Mm -hmm. i thought you know what i think we should see this movie in imax i hadn't really (laughs) thought about it so I bought tickets, so we saw it. It was me, Jess, Walter, uh, Walter's wife, Morgan, Kyle, and my friend, Austin, uh, that I work with. And we had a great great experience. People were cheering. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really... We, we walked in, like, right when the movie was starting. Um, so I didn't see, like, any Spider-Man costumes. Um, yeah, I don't think But I also that IMAX is in the, like bougie part of west little rock and yeah they're probably people who are too cool, too cool for that <laughs> so nice yeah so lots of yeah lots of yeah. fun what were you gonna say walter no i was just saying it was lots of fun and it sounds like maybe not as much as your experience <clears throat> olivia but we definitely had people cheering at certain parts and i'll admit i felt like a little kid at certain times because i cheered at certain parts as well yeah so, no i cheered at yeah. certain parts too like okay it, it did make me feel when yeah we'll talk about that when we get to this the spoiler sec- segment yes. but yeah certain parts i absolutely cheered i was like yes finally yeah, yeah. so oh, and and when it all happened whatever i can't say that uh we, yeah <laughs> we need to move on because i think i'm gonna spoil something soon if yeah we, it's if getting we rough about it we'll, we'll we'll get through all this i think we have we have uh our next segment will help us kind of talk about uh, avoid avoid spoilers if you will yeah um yeah is this a good movie yeah like like we are all nostalgic uh, mm-hmm. walter and i were talking about this last night uh kyle and i were talking about this last night toby mcguire is our spider-man like we went to yeah like as children mm-hmm. we were like we wish we could be toby mcguire swinging mm-hmm. around new york sure and that my basically like my my review of the movie is that this movie weaponizes nostalgia to the point that it would make taylor swift blush <laughs> i saw i saw you posted that on your instagram story and then it was for a tweet and i was like oh, god bless isaac sims for that That's <laughs> i thought it was really funny but in and I'm, I'm still thinking about it in this movie for me this movie works like it, this mm-hmm. the, uh, like I think when you have a really great experience in a theater, you always remember it. And so I'm like always going to remember seeing it like in that IMAX. Mm-hmm. Um, but the yeah. more that I think about, there are a couple plot holes, but overall it's, it is Spider-Man's journey or this Tom's Spider-Man's journey. And it's not like it, it would, it would have just been really easy to drop multiple balls Mm-hmm. Um, that the movie was juggling mm-hmm. 
and they all stay in the air. This is one of the best like finales mm-hmm. of any Marvel movie, any Spider-Man movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I think, I think that this movie works very yeah. well. Um, and I'm excited to see it again next week. Well, what do you guys think? Um, Olivia, you take that first. I got to think about it. Okay. Uh, no, I think, I think it, it is good. I, I don't, and I was talking about this with Isaac beforehand. I don't know if I'm riding the high of it still, or if I legitimately think, cause, cause it initially I was like, this is one of the best MCU movies. Like, Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that is like a genuine response. I'm seeing it again tomorrow with one of my friends. And so I will have a better, I may hopefully have a better idea of if, if it still is one of the best ones or if I'm still riding the high because yeah, I mean, we, we have seen eight solo Spider-Man movies, right? Over the course of our lifetime, we got our very first one. We were like eight or so and so it's it's been this figure in our lives and and lots of people's lives for for most of their life and so to see this because there were a lot of complaints with the the tom holland spider-man movies right is that fair and i think that Mm -hmm. that marvel maybe more so than than ever with any other character that they've had went back and like I think with this movie, they, they corrected a lot of those mistakes. And there were a lot of... Did you mean Andrew? No, I mean with Tom. Like, no, a lot of people okay, complained yeah. okay. oh, about... Just about how MCU-heavy Tom's movies were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how, like, he was... Ba- I mean, he wasn't necessarily, like, kind of the poor kid from Queens. He was Tony Tony Stark Jr., right? Like, right. And, mm. and, and you, they, they kind of talk about that with... Um, in far from home but i think that they they really this movie felt tom's peter parker felt most true to peter parker in the comics and like who he is as a character Mm -hmm. in this movie than he has in any any of tom's appearances as peter And, and i was really excited about that um and, and yeah, so like that was a complaint was the Tony Stark thing. And then even like his spider senses, right? The spidey senses. He, they don't Peter, ever talk about Peter that. Peter Tingle. In, yeah, the Peter Tingle. <laughs> they don't ever talk about that in Homecoming. And yeah. they they kind of hint at it in Infinity War, right? Like he's on the bus and his the the hair on his arms stick straight up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about Peter Tingle. But in this movie, and this isn't a spoiler because this is also in the trailer, when when Doctor Strange, like, hits him and his, like, soul or his whatever. Astral he knocks form. his body into yeah. the astral plane. Yeah, yeah, he's in the astral plane. You can kind of see the, <coughs> the like, like little mm. waves coming off of him, almost like it's in the comics of the Spidey senses, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. Yep. And so... I, that that is more of a I think a, a minor detail, but I I really appreciate that that mm-hmm. they did that. So mm-hmm. anyway, all in all, I think it's it's good, and I th- I think it will be rewatchable as well. Yeah, I think yeah, that no, absolutely. I agree. I agree, and I think that well, actually, we'll just kind of demonstrate here. 
Walter, have you seen all the Disney Plus shows that have released this year? No. I've Did literally you only seen Hawkeye. And, and, you, and you really like this movie, right? I Yeah, I really do. Yeah. So, like, I think that I think that they are appropriately... Well, there's, there's the whole, like, Sony owns Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And they're letting Disney use him in their Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, there's, like, that business aspect to where they want to maximize profits off of this extremely highly like probably the most profitable superhero mm-hmm. uh movie franchise and so there's that and then there's also disney's concerns of like well we're launching our streaming platform and like all these shows that we released are uh released in 2021 we're kind of like anchors for get, for really getting it off the ground and they've been extremely successful um but they still and they want it to be interconnected and fan servicey, but they don't want it to become like, oh, like I, I picked this up and I don't understand anything. I need to go mm-hmm. back to square one. Um, and this is in this these event level movies, and this in Spider Man No Way Home isn't a huge huge event movie. Yeah, comparable to Endgame, um, yeah. where people can come in. They're like, that was a lot of fun. Don't know mm-hmm. about like there were a lot of references. I didn't get, but that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And um, Jess actually, like, she wasn't a huge fan of this movie, but she, that was one of the things she said. I was like, I just didn't get a lot of it. Like, there were a yeah. lot of Easter eggs that I just didn't understand. Right. So, yeah. I right. saw I saw Jess's review on Letterboxd, and I was curious, like, how, like, why why she gave it that, that review, which, like, she's entitled to, and I, I don't think that's wrong like i think that if i think this is a love letter to spider-man fans honestly mm-hmm. yeah. like like yeah. if you are a spider-man fan you're going to enjoy this movie if you if you're only just kind of like watching this to watch it or to i don't know just just keep up with the mcu you might not care that much about it but i think that if yeah. you if you have loved spider-man and and maybe even more specifically the character Peter Parker, mm-hmm. then, then you're going to enjoy this movie. Yeah. And it's fun. Even if you don't care about it, like it's, it's a fun movie to watch. Like it's funny. It's emotional. There's a lot of highlight, like it highlights friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. So like it's, it's fun. Even if you don't care that much about Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. The Scooby Doo Gang, uh, it, that, and that's one of the one, that's one of the things that I think this movie. Th- there, are, there are two things, and one of the big plot uh, mechanizations that makes this movie very successful and unique. Um, I can't discuss until after the spoilers, but the other one that I have in mind is that this really does focus on Ned and mj and peter's mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. and that's why like the very the the big twist at the end with the three of them is especially sad yeah um yeah. and emotional and this this movie's like really like kind of existential like mm-hmm. one of the most existential like com- like compared to endgame with people that like the 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 weight and the risk of half of the universe half the people in the universe like disappearing and what you would have to do with that is like 
what if everyone you know you, you guys know what i'm thinking yeah. like yeah at the mm-hmm. very end with the weight and the and the responsibility that peter has to deal with is really unique and i mm-hmm. and i really appreciated the way that they stuck the landing on it and i, and I really mm-hmm. do believe they stuck the landing on it. it's like oh this like makes sense for the arc of this character in this movie and the past two uh, yeah. solo movies he's had yeah i agree yeah i i love the ending like it it's so good and, the and ending, we'll talk about it later yeah, yeah. yeah when 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 are we done with the spoiler free version <laughs> yeah <laughs> can we can we move on good. to the to the recap like we're gonna recap <clears throat> all of 2021 for the mcu and then move on to the spoiler let's do that heavy right yeah yeah can yeah. we move I mean, on because i i want us to actually get into yeah it. i, I want to dive into it <sighs> sorry, sorry guys isaac. Sorry, I, guys. No, no no you're good I, isaac quit and, wasting my time <laughs> Uh, r- quick recap of like where we're at right now. <laughs> Hawkeye is okay. Hawkeye takes place after the events of this movie. Okay, that's like the the end of this movie. I think takes place at the same time as Hawkeye. Like yeah. Oh yeah. That final, makes sense because that makes sense because it's Christmas time. It's a Christmas movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh great! I love the end of this movie. Uh, so anyway, we don't need to. The only other thing I'll say is like the last Marvel movie that we covered was Eternals. And I told Olivia before we started recording, I was like, I can't believe Eternals is a Marvel movie (laughs) because this, it doesn't like, like this feels like a Marvel movie. Like this has Spider-Man in it and like Mm -hmm. incredible like scale and Eternals is just like, man. Eternals is just not. Yeah. Just not as good. And it's kind of wild to think about. Um, Okay, let's get into spoilers. We don't. I don't think that we're going to discuss all the other connections to the other shows and movies that came out this year, if there are any. So also, we we can discuss it as we. I mean, once we talk about the end credit scenes and everything, like we can talk about it. Yeah, that's correct. Like That's how true. everything connects. So yes. Yeah. Um. So, spoilers starting now. If you have not seen the movie, Spider Man No Way Home, please pause here. Or this is your uh, due warning to pause here. Warning! 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 Okay, two-minute recap of the movie. Let's try to do this as fast as possible. This movie starts right when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio reveals that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah, picks up right at the end of... Of Far From Home. Far From Home, yeah. Then, and y'all can interrupt me. um, Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Okay, good. Uh... (laughs) Basically, everyone finds out they Spider-Man. They have to move to Happy's apartment, which is a lot more secure. And, or no, no, no. They get taken by Department of Damage Control and kind of threatened. And Charlie Cox Daredevil shows up. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that my theater cheered. cheered. Yep, yeah, same. same. Went wild. I was like, shut up. I can't hear him. Yep. <laughs> He's so good. He catches a brick that was thrown through the window because people are mad. A lot of people believe that Mysterio was a real hero and that Spider-Man's a villain because J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson is also in this movie. And he's, uh, who, who, who did you say he is like? Oh, he's 100% Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's the MCU version (laughs) of Alex Jones. Yeah. We'll talk about it later, but when he, I I, want to have a whole segment where we just talk about JK Simmons in this movie, but, um, yeah, the moment when he pulled up the, he started hawking the supplements on his show. I was like, such a good touch, (laughs) such a good, subtle touch. Uh, Mm -hmm. anyway. All right. Keep going. 
um they so okay the, this is and this is a plot hole thing but they live like on the eighth floor or pro- like between the fifth and the eighth floor yeah. i would assume because you get an exterior shot so there's no mm-hmm. way anyone could throw yeah a somebody's somebody's got a cannon for <laughs> like, an arm yeah. <laughs> they got like a whoo yeah they that got, like, got okay to throw it okay <laughs> okay hold on that's where you're gonna be all like that's where you're drawing the line that, that's i just thought where you're they gonna... show the exterior <laughs> shot of the building i think yeah. about these things yeah it's <laughs> true it's a good point <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyway, can't I, I, lie. I like that movie. He catches the brick, and they're like, "How the heck did you do that?" And he's like, "I'm a really good lawyer." And it's yeah. it's a funny it's a funny line. Um. Then okay, then they move to Happy's apartment. Then it kind of gets into like, you see Peter like web slinging, kind of getting around without mm-hmm. his suit on because everyone knows that he's Spider Man. You can tell they're kind of like he's getting used to everyone knowing. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that sets this movie into motion is when the three of them do him ned and mj don't get into mit because of the controversy surrounding Mm spider-man then he goes to dr strange dr strange starts to weave the spell that nobody will remember that he's spider-man then he's like well can you make may remember and mj and ned and basically the spell gets so messed up and honestly like Doctor Strange is super reckless in this movie. That what it just he like, really is. No dog, like you need to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but the spell gets contained in this box, the box that you see in the movie or mm-hmm. in the trailer for the movie, and then Peter goes to what he yeah. Then he goes to the bridge to try to intercept the. Uh, the vice chairman for MIT yeah, to try to convince him, convince her to let Ned and MJ into the, into school mm-hmm. and Doc Ock shows up and he, Peter does not understand who he is. Um, he fights Doc Ock. He shuts down his arms with the nanotechnology from his suit. The MIT professor's like, Hey, I I'll, I'll put in a word for you and your friends. And it's like, great. Then green goblin shows up and then he gets portaled to, the dungeon and Doctor Strange is like, I'm capturing all these people. When we tried to leave the, or when we tried to weave the spell, everyone who knows that Peter Parker, Spider Man, came to this universe. So he's like, now you need to go catch everyone. Mm-hmm. Help me out. I'm starting to Scooby do this shit. And yeah. then he tell, yeah, he tells uh, Ned and MJ to Scooby do this shit, and Zendaya's like, How do you ask? And he's like, Please. Scooby-Doo I this I know shit. a few magical words. <laughs> yep. those are good it was really good yep and ned thinks that a pilates machine is a torture rack. <laughs> <laughs> i also love that ned's I like that. yeah ned's like oh yeah man it's okay no problem <laughs> like that that uh he like put the whole universe in danger ned, um, ned i feel like great. they for like well okay i'm, I'm keep cutting across you but the they kind of use ned as like almost like a version of the audience as we're watching this like like yes. ned yeah. is like ned is the the mcu fanboy that's actually in the mcu yes he's like he's just he's just happy to be there man yeah he's the guy in the chair <laughs> yeah he's, he's the guy, the in, the guy in the chair that's the, and that's the best any of us could be if we were yeah. in that, that, in that yeah universe. absolutely yep. yeah okay so after that he goes he captures sandman and mysterio um it's very curious sandman is protecting sorry not mysterio electro um Sandman protects Peter mm-hmm. at first. And it's probably because in Spider-Man 3, he, Flint Marco, 
ends up he, he doesn't he end up helping toby yeah in the I final th- act it is I so, i'll admit yeah. i did spider-man 3 was one of the ones that i did not watch again Same. to brush up before this one um I, I could be wrong but i think flint marco he because he he was what i mean they all all the villains have like they sympathize with him yeah, yeah 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 but him especially um because yeah. he really didn't ask for any of it and he's not trying to be bad he's a victim of his circumstances yep. yeah um so yeah anyway yeah keep going literally all he wanted to do was be be a father to his yeah. daughter that's all yep. he yeah. that's all the dude wanted mm-hmm. and yeah i don't i've only ever seen spider-man 3 once and it was this summer when i watched it for the first time mm-hmm. and i think that he he ends up kind of being like being redeemed in a sense but yes yeah, yeah he, he does like, he gets away at the end and yeah and, and toby's like you're you're you were just kind of caught in all the middle of this so yeah. i'm done i'm done chasing you and i yeah. think that's why he's like protecting spider-man in that scene mm-hmm. with mysterio uh electro <laughs> Not mysterio. right right um yeah. you just really want mysterio you want jake gyllenhaal to it would have been it would have been fun it would have been, it would have been, been interesting would have been yeah. a little yeah. bit too much if jake gyllenhaal showed yeah. back up um but then Jamie Foxx is standing butt ass naked in the woods, and I, that was a hilarious line. Yeah, uh, Jamie Foxx gets a lot of great scene chewing uh, yes. moments, mm-hmm. scenery chewing moments in this movie, and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, man, I'm like glad he's in this. Like he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we get we see Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin kind of battling his evil halves. Um, he meets. Green Goblin or Norman Osborn meets May Parker, and that's how he hooks up with Spider-Man. They get back to the dungeon. Uh, Doctor Strange puts Norman into the dungeon. I think we're doing this too detailed. I think we need to like just jump ahead, and then we can do <laughs> whatever scene. And then, okay, so then they, he basically he has a huge fight with Doctor Strange in the mirror dimension. Traps Doctor Strange there, which is pretty cool. I I, I really yeah. liked all that. That was cool. Yeah. The way that he trapped him, and then he yeah. They had a fight. Hold on, you just skipped over why they had a fight. They had a fight because yes, because he wants to save. He wants to the save villains. them, and Doctor yeah. Strange was like, "They all died fighting Spider Man, and this is their fate, and you just need to accept that." And and Peter, because he is just so sweet and naive and pure of heart was like no 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 no. we can save them we can we can do something what if we change them and then he dr strange is like no and then that's when he takes the box and then dr strange is like we're going into the mirror dimension yep and then they fight and speeder speeder (laughs) speeder speeder sparker peter (laughs) peter outsmarted like outsmarted dr strange because he was like oh i'm just gonna use geometry because i'm really good at it Mm -hmm. which was so clever it was clever it was cool um and then and then they go to happy's apartment where there's a start case that can like basically model and create all this stuff he uses norman osborne's scientist capabilities to help build a new chip for doc ock so doc ock is the first one who basically regains control of the arms on attached to his body so that Mm -hmm. he doesn't go insane um, <clears throat> he builds a electric condenser for Electro, but the Green Goblin reemerges and sets in the into motion the events. A pretty brutal fight scene <laughs> where he just like throws Tom Holland around like a rag doll, mm-hmm. and 
he's it's the most beat up we've ever seen yeah. a spider-man which is really cool and that's and that's what he does to toby Maguire in the first spider-man movie mm-hmm. like at the end of that scene yeah. he's like bloody and cut and like his Bodied suits him yeah seriously um willem dafoe only agreed to do this movie if he could do his own stunts and if they were like they worked with him on it and i was like way to go my man like Dude, yeah i read that too yeah 66 years old and doing those stunts like willem dafoe is truly iconic i saw where someone was like this movie proves that willem dafoe is one of the greatest comic book villains and i was like actors and i was like no no no, no. he's just one of the greatest actors like oh yeah absolutely like, and he's having so much freaking fun with it and alfred yeah. molina too like yeah man mm-hmm. um yeah because alfred molina is 68 yep yeah yeah He's he's no spring chicken, but he <laughs> no. was ha- he was having so much fun in this yeah. movie, and and I did loved you, it. Did you guys see in an interview with uh, Alfred Molina, Willem Dafoe, and Jamie Foxx? They were like asked why they wanted to come back or whatever, and Alfred Molina was like, "For the money, what else?" <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Which, and like, that's yeah. I was gonna say it's fair. This movie's gonna make a ton of money, and depending on oh, what yeah. kind of contract he got, I bet he's gonna make a pretty penny. Yeah. Yep. Big time. Um, there's a huge fight at the at Happy's apartment, and May gets killed. She it really, really because for a moment, she, because she's standing, you think that she's okay, but she got totally stabbed. Mm-hmm. Um, she got totally and, stabbed, and she <laughs> she delivers the line with great power comes great responsibility. And you uh, realize that she you is, knew. huh? You knew when when someone says that line in a movie, you it's just like, know. yeah, you're about to die. Yeah. Like yeah. something <laughs> bad is going to happen. She is this MC, this version of Spider-Man's Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. and I, I really liked that twist. Um, I think mm-hmm. it was fresh. I do feel bad because apparently Marissa Tomei's um, arc as Aunt May was severely like changed. And mm-hmm. if you do think about like her role in these movies, she was kind of like. Just the hot aunt. She was. Uh, yeah. She was like Doesn't Natasha. Get a whole she was like Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. Because yeah, and we talk. I mean, we talk about this with with Black Widow, but like Tony Stark was still making like comments on how hot Aunt May was. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was just like, dude, be better. Be yeah. better. Be better, Tony. Um. But that that whole, and and, and I think so. Him losing May. At that point, and the audience reeling, like, "Oh shoot, she like she's dead, mm-hmm. she's gone." It's it's very emotional. Um, Ned and um, MJ. MJ have the box, and she's about to push the button, and then <laughs> Ned <laughs> ends up having magic powers, and he took the sling, or Peter gave him the sling ring whenever he trapped Doctor Strange in the Mirror Dimension, mm-hmm. and that's how he ends up finding peter he's like i wish we could find peter and instead of finding their peter they find andrew garfield's peter yeah such a good entrance we yeah have to let's talk. We, we just let's, need to, we need to let's talk hang about this out scene. let's hang out on yeah. this scene for a little let's while um, oh man dude i that was that was another time where i definitely i yelled like a little boy <laughs> yeah and in the whole our whole audience too. yeah because yeah. because like okay so andrew garfield comes on and of course i'm excited to see him but yeah. My second immediate thought was, well, here comes uh Toby. Like like Yeah. In a, in it's going to happen very soon, but Toby's also going to show up. Um yep. but his 
Andrew Garfield's performance in this movie is like 10 times better than it was in the amazing Spider-Man, like Mm -hmm. by far. Um, I, I, and I think it's, it's not because he is a fantastic actor. Everything else Mm -hmm. he's been in is, um, he's been really, really good. Um, and I know we're not talking about amazing Spider-Man in this episode, but, um, I think it was the writing and direction that he was given um, that he did not get a chance to shine. Um, And I think they really redeemed him in this one. Um, Yeah. Really, really good. I, yeah, I agree with you. Excuse me. He, cause, cause Andrew Garfield, like, well, he's a little too cool to play Peter. Like he plays a cool Peter and, and is, yeah, he's too hot, (laughs) but he's like kind of dorky and, 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 I think he plays that character well. It's just yeah. his his the writing was not in his favor. Right. And and while there are some things I do like about his Spider-Man movies, like I think the the shots are really cool. The action shots are really cool. Mm-hmm. The action in Andrew's movies are is are, are arguably some of the best yes. Spider-Man yeah. action. I agree. Yeah. Set pieces. I agree. Yeah. yeah. But the writing is not great and i think that he shines in this movie so much mm-hmm. because he wasn't like you said he wasn't given the chance to shine in his own movies right and uh, he's just i i love andrew garfield so much and mm-hmm. so yeah i man when he comes in when that portal opens mm-hmm. and you see this it's cool because he's like at the end of an alley yeah through yeah. the portal and you're yeah. like you can't tell who it is and you're like it's probably andrew because they'll probably do pe- like toby second yeah 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 you're like and then he turns and he's like jogging over and everyone's just like oh my gosh oh my god oh my god oh my god and then like everyone's like when he comes yeah i lost my mind yes also also major props to andrew garfield who has only been asked he's he has been in like two or three movies this year Mm -hmm. and in every interview that dude has been asked if he's going to be this (laughs) spider-man movie and he's like for the love of god stop asking me i'm not going to be in it yeah he straight up lied every single time every time yeah and i I talked about that with one of my friends and she was like well yeah it's like he's an actor and i was like freaking tom holland and mark ruffalo could not keep a secret to save their lives and they are both really good actors yeah so i don't think it has anything to do with his acting it's just he was committed to that yeah. yep yeah thanks i'm glad he i'm glad he was I'm, I'm so glad that i think maybe some spoilers had come or circling on the internet i was very lucky to not see any of that going into the mm-hmm. movie so it really yeah. was like not a surprise because i I was ex- I was still expecting it to happen just based on rumors, but um, like when that was finally confirmed, I'm, whew, I almost shed a this, tear. Yes, and also this is where I need to say that I was wrong, and I'm glad that I was wrong yeah. because yeah. I'm really glad that both of them were in this movie, mm-hmm. and 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 the reason, the whole reason that both of them are in this movie, and it looks like everybody's having an amazing time. That's yes. the thing, because like in, when they in, showed up, it yeah. got so fun. Yes, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it was so fun. Even with even with the villains that you get to see, up and like before that, like like I said, J- Jamie Fox was awesome. Like mm-hmm. Alfred Molina. The thing I love about Af- Alfred Molina is that he's like Shakespearean. He's kind of yeah. like he's a you very stupid children. Like he's, he's a very he like old time style. Like, oh yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sort of like, oh my gosh, this guy's kind of like, scary. And uh, his his lines and the way he delivers them feels like the 1960s version of Doc Ock, like yes, the original. Yeah. Like yes. he's sticking yeah. to the script, really cool. Yeah, um, which it would be really easy for that to not work at all. 
Um, yes. But no, he he killed it. Super good. But hold and on, I'm not it. done. I'm not going to talk about Andrew and Sorry. Toby. I, I'm not either. The last, okay. the, one of the quick thoughts that I had is like, I think the reason, one of the reasons this movie works so well is because, because these actors are in it. And I think the reason that these actors are in it is because Marvel and Sony sold it to them. Like people love you. Yeah. People yes. love your character. Even like Lizard, who's like, nobody really liked, liked him. Like he yeah. gets some stuff to do in this movie. More in terms of like background, but like mm-hmm. him and Flint Marco, like Thomas Jane's Flint Marco, and uh, or I think it's no, it's not Thomas Jane. It's Thomas uh, Hayden no, Church. It's, was, Thomas Hayden yeah, Church. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. Thomas sorry, 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 James. Sorry. He played Punisher, I think. Yeah, in the yes. one with John Travolta. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, they like that. That's I think that's how they sold it to them. Like people love your character. Mm-hmm. like and we and this is what works about your character and this is where we're going to like go with your character and i think it all just like this is the this is the good side of like fan service is like just do whatever like yeah. like ha- have another movie with with uh andrew garfield where he's like not solo but like a, a heavy thing where he comes in and he gets the symbiote on mm-hmm. him and he turns bad or something mm-hmm. or like yeah you get a you oh get a, that'd be cool which man that was yeah. that's what i said to morgan after we left i was like i don't think they'll do it but how amazing would it be if we got at least one more movie with toby and another movie with andrew yeah, yeah. Like, i don't know because well no keep going go ahead no you got go it ahead. no you i was got just it. gonna no, say you no, no you got you, it you go ahead. okay go ahead. No, i was no, gonna okay. say no you got it both both of them got kind of shafted in the end by the studios with oh, their their characters like with their spider-man arc so i mean andrew was supposed to have a whole another movie so is and, toby and toby was too but even with spider-man 3 because of the way that they were interfering like the studio was interfering Raimi was like okay okay if you if you want all these in here i'll fine whatever it'll yeah, just not spider-man be 3 was a movie made out of spite which i kind of respect yeah. to a certain level oh, but yeah, I do <laughs> you too. know um yeah yeah so i um oh man what was i gonna say okay sorry, yeah i'm so, sorry i interrupted you no you were you're talking good to morgan no that's okay so yeah well i stayed up way too late last night after we got home just like reading about everything spider-man related um and i i learned that um the studio basically fired Toby after the, his first Spider-Man movie. Um, and they were going to recast him. Um, one of the actors heavily in talks to play Peter Parker was Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I was like, Oh, full circle. He came back. Obviously he's not Peter Parker, but he comes back into Spider-Man as Mysterio later. Um, but then uh, Peter worked, you know, Peter, Toby worked it out um, and with the studio, um, got himself back in obviously for number two and three. And then there was like Spider-Man four was in development. Um, and then it got mm-hmm. canned because I think mm-hmm. either they were tired of Sam Raimi or just saw how bad the third one did. Not, I don't think it did badly maybe, but like audience reception was not good. And so, right. um, and it wasn't, um, it was the studio's fault. Basically they shot themselves in the foot. And so then yep. they're like, okay, Raimi had it written. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I think like so. I'm positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and so then like, okay, we're just starting from scratch. We're doing it again. So, which obviously came Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Um, obviously, we saw how that happened. I don't think there was the third one was planned, but I don't think it ever went into development. Um, I, for whatever reason, they just uh, Andrew got just, fired because at that point, 
Andrew got fired because he he just straight up was like this movie's not good because the studio was interfering yeah. and mm-hmm. Sony was like, yo, this dude's out. Like, yeah, <laughs> like not cool. Like all politics. Yeah. And at, and when that happened, I read that like, apparently Kevin Feige, they were working on some movie like a couple months before they shot civil war. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he like called like, like red alert everybody were going to a hotel they like close the doors lock turn their phones off and like they're like we're going to get spider-man in this movie yeah like sony's at this impasse with with garfield they're going to recast we think it's going to be tom holland mm-hmm. and that's how they got they like worked out a deal over the course of a couple of weeks of like the, the profits that sony would get versus disney mm-hmm. and that's how they got tim tom holland into the into them yeah what were they was andrew garfield ever in talks to like be in the mcu or was he fired Mm -hmm. before that ever happened i think that they had discussed it with sony but sony has just historically been like obviously not manipulative but like difficult to work with no sony movie studios sucks like yeah not a fan i mean now they're getting back into it with with all their spider-man franchise ip but yeah it, it was at that it was after they got fired or andrew got fired and then they were like okay we got to get tom holland into yeah. this yeah uh or we got to get spider-man whoever it is into this into our next movie mm-hmm. because because capitalism baby capitalism <laughs> yeah. and yeah could have been um and there, there, there's just so many times throughout spider-man's cinematic history uh in this uh in the 2000s that like one small thing could have changed so much and so like you know i don't know it's just interesting to look back on the history of it um but anyway we got really far from oh we were talking about andrew and toby in showing up in the portals yeah Yeah. Um, one thing one thing that's cool is like it's clear that when these characters were pulled from their universes they so andrew shows up in his suit Mm-hmm. Toby shows up in as a regular cool youth clothes. pastor, dressed as a youth pastor, <laughs> dressed as a cool youth pastor, which is one of the best lines in the whole movie. Yeah, one of the best lines in all of the MCU. I'm yeah. gonna go that far and say one of the funniest it, lines in all of the MCU. And the yeah. way Andrew delivered it too was just was perfect. Oh my yeah. gosh, I laughed so hard. Yeah, super good. So so good. Um, but it's it's clear that, and they te- they end up telling Tom Holland later, like. I like Andrew's like I had rage I had to I had to deal with it I went to a bad bad place and then Toby's like I I got married like we worked it out and you shouldn't give up hope that mm-hmm. that you can have love and kind of like you know like invest in someone and share a life with someone because it's worked for me mm-hmm. and and it's clear like okay they they're like not at those points right after Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man in spider-man 3 like Mm -hmm. they've kind of lived these lives um and other things have happened which i thought was really cool they didn't harp on it it was just kind of like and toby looks older like we said and he's kind of been through some stuff and i just i like that little detail like andrew shows up in his suit toby shows up in street clothes Mm -hmm. um or regular clothes so yeah oh man and then they make (laughs) they're like zendaya it's like throwing rolls at Andrew and Andrew Garfield's facial expressions. When he takes off the mask, he's like, it's okay. 
like it's so it's he's so fun to watch in yeah. those he, moments because like, he know he knows that it's crazy yeah. like i know i'm spider-man but like it's okay i promise i'm not gonna hurt you like yeah so far so the, the way he played in this one was so good like he was just like goofy and dorky like which yep. is what spider-man's supposed to be i i feel like them bringing in toby and andrew they they still were able to have those characters like true to who their characters are in the their franchises right mm-hmm. so like yes. like toby is super awkward and and he was still awkward even though he's you know like like 50 right and then and andrew was still kind of like dorky and cool and he still was in this movie right and Mm -hmm. and i think that they did a really good job of writing their versions of peter as being similar to the ones we saw in their movies Mm -hmm. which i i really appreciate it because i think it would have been easy to just kind of write them like their own versions of of those characters as opposed to true to who they were in their franchises yes it's mm-hmm. a great point um when when basically plot wise when they come through the portal they're like they, they kind of know what's happening like andrew's like oh my gosh the multiverse is real like this is wild and then toby's mm-hmm. like i've seen your guy on tv i've been kind of like trying to figure out what to do and they basically just hit the ground running like Oh, uh, we didn't expect to like help an alternate version of ourselves, mm-hmm. but this is this is where we're we're going with it. Yeah. Then they go find Peter when he's by himself, kind of grieving Aunt May, and that whole scene was like pretty emotional. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they 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 lean into the loss that y- you know Toby's Spider Man had with his uncle dying and Andrew with Andrew was like. I think kind of steals the show like a little bit like mm-hmm. he he's just so good and like you can just tell he has all that pain from mm-hmm. Gwen being killed and oh man yeah yeah no so he was fun. he was really good and then real quick while we're talking about that um another scene where everybody cheered and probably got emotional uh was when Zendaya was falling off the scaffolding and yep. and uh tom holland tried to save her couldn't do it lo and behold andrew garfield comes in to not only save zendaya but redeem himself from mm-hmm. or in, at least in his eyes because when he yeah. wasn't able to save gwen he was able to save and, and he called like earlier when he was talking about gwen he called her my mj um and so like I don't know. I, I, ooh, it, just, it made me really emotional, and it was really yeah. cool to see that. Yeah. Yep. No, 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 no. Everyone lost their minds yeah. when that happened. Yeah. And I I remember talking with my friend Vic about that. Because you see that. You see Zendaya. You see MJ falling mm-hmm. in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And Vic and I were talking like, man, wouldn't it be cool if if Garfield got to redeem himself uh-huh. and save, save her? Yeah. And I'm so glad they did that. That mm-hmm. was just... It was so perfect. It was it was amazing. It was because, great. Yeah, you see on that scene, like in the scene on the rooftop of the school, where he's just gutted. Yeah. And, and he lives with that that weight every day. And, mm-hmm. and man, Garfield's such a good actor. And it really redeems. And I was talking to Walter about this yesterday. Like it, it the reason it redeems that character, but also those movies, is because. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is, like, the most depressing end to, like, 
mm-hmm. any yeah. Spider-Man movie because like everyone just dies mm-hmm. in his like yeah. he can't save her dad he can't save her he can't save his uncle like it's just like this dude's not catching a break and this movie isn't convincing me that like he's going to be okay at the end of it you know yeah. what I mean like that's yeah. why the Amazing and then there was Spider-Man no third sucks. movie to like right. give you any, like it was just any resolution yeah yeah that was it yep and yep. it's just like uh <laughs> no yep. yeah the after after the scene where they're they're on the school rooftop they basically they're convinced they're basically convincing tom holland not to go down a vengeful path because Mm -hmm. they've both done it yeah and Mm -hmm. it didn't it didn't help them and tom holland's acting in this movie is really great too because he work we can see that he would have gone there and done that and like kind of mm-hmm. do a darker side and he almost does with green goblin right at the end which but, okay gotta talk yeah. about that for a second um when he picks up the glider and yep. almost uh, kills willem dafoe and oh, then man. and then big papa toby mcguire come the way he plays Stops that him. line oh yeah plays that line plays that that scene silently Yep. where he like just staring at he him. just jumps in stops the glider and just like just stares at him with like that dad face where it's like you don't oh li- yeah like like i have more wisdom than you and i care about you mm-hmm. and like and i'm i'm not gonna let you do this mm-hmm. Woo, so oh, good man so good yep and that's what toby does best in in some of those best scenes in his trilogy mm-hmm. he he's just like like I, I watched one the other day and the scene when they come home from graduation, him and May, mm-hmm. and he just goes upstairs and sits on his bed and like cries because he misses Ben and he's mm-hmm. feeling that loss. It's like, that's what he does best. He just like, mm-hmm. he's so expressive and such a great actor in that regard. Mm-hmm. Like I know people give him crap for other like aspects of being Tobey Maguire, but like he is so expressive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he is in a very, very subtle, unique way. And yeah. I totally agree. That scene was like, don't do it. Like, it, because I don't know, you kind of view it from like the end of Spider-Man one, when all, all he could do was react when the glider was coming to kill him. Mm-hmm. He didn't want Norman to die. Right. Right. He's just like, Oh shit, he's dead. Like, yeah, I had to, I had to survive this and he gave me no choice. Um, mm-hmm. And he hated it because Harry it like ruined his friendship with Harry and yeah. then eventually got Harry killed. So it's just yeah. like really sad when you yeah. think about it and you get to go down all those holes that we know, but uh, people like Jess doesn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah. I think that's like what, what I really love about how they did. Um, Cause there, there were a number of ways they could have done the three Spider-Man's Spider-Man, spider the spider dude Spoder- spoderman spoderman um <laughs> there are a lot of ways they could have done that um and we know that they could have digitally de-aged toby like they did with alfred molina um mm-hmm. but i'm i'm glad that they let andrew garfield of course andrew garfield i don't know if they digitally de-aged him but he's kind of a vampire too like he's never gonna like <laughs> yeah. it's like paul rudd's paul rudd situation like he's never yeah, gonna yeah, look old yeah um so they let him look like the same age that he was uh when we last saw him uh of course tom holland is uh his character is in high school and then tobe mcguire is like he's 46 in real life and they're like Peter Parker is 46 now. Um, and so yep. you kind of see almost like three generations of Spider-Man mm-hmm. with different 
levels of maturity and wisdom. Um, and so, which is, again, I'll go back to the scene, but it was exemplified real hard uh, when Toby stopped uh, Tom Holland from killing Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you, it was, I think it's very, very intentional that they let Toby do that um, and not Andrew or anybody else. Um, yep. Just, I don't know. I, I really like that. Um, but, ah, just cool. Just really cool. Big fan. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was great. Uh, something that I appreciated, which is <clears throat> on a little bit of a lighter note, whenever they're like, uh, standing around on the scaffolding around the Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. and the three of them are just talking. <laughs> just talking. <laughs> so good. It was so It's like so five good. minutes of them just like... Yeah. yeah. I was like, that that could have gone on for another like 10 minutes for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just them comparing that, their different abilities. So That could have been the whole movie and I would have been like, yeah, this is yeah, good. That was this great. This is great. And yeah. the, it, it honestly should have been and I hope that there's some kind of like extended edition that comes from this movie where it's like, yeah, that scene is twice as long because they're like, they like this starts out and they're kind of talking and then they get quiet and then they're like man they're like taking a while to get here and then they keep talking or something (laughs) like that it it would have been so it was it was uh, a rare moment of self-awareness in the mcu when they're like yeah "Yeah, i don't know and then they laugh so hard when they were when they realized that like toby's webs like come from his own body (laughs) which like i had to had to lean over to morgan and be like uh just so you know like toby's the way toby's webs work as far as i know have like it's super rare in spider-man media like almost every other spider-man has mechanized like web shooters yeah that was the first time they'd ever done it right yep like like i i think ever i I don't know if that i think think it's the only time yeah yeah Um, they may have adapted it into like adopted it into the comics mm -hmm. since that movie came out but originally that had never been done before right which is cool. I think there was a cool thing that they added with his his movies. Mm-hmm. No, it was but very yeah, that cool. Was, that I remember was really it was funny. it was controversial at the time. Everybody's like, yeah, because this was before. Like, I mean, you have, you have to remember, like when when Spy- when Tobey Maguire's Spider Man came out, good superhero movies weren't really a thing. Like it was like if if you made a superhero movie, it was either like well, um, it was for- X Men started. Like two years before that, X Men right. was the it first. Was like, People it was were like, "Oh, just this getting is like started." Good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah. Um, and but so everybody's like, "We don't, you know, the nuances of adapting comic books to the big screen like weren't set it like." people didn't really know what to expect or what they wanted. And so like mm-hmm. any deviation from the comics was like super controversial. So like the yep. fact that Toby's webs come from, actually come from his body, they were like, you can't do that. Like, and so, um, <laughs> and so I think obviously people have calmed down about it since then. Cause we've had a lot more of, of that, but um, I, I was really glad that they addressed that and that they mm-hmm. let like, and they didn't retcon it and make, uh, Toby's webs come from web shooters. They're like, no, no, no. He's still the same Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about it. Um, and then, of course, you know the the funny like like Andrew Garfield's like obsessed with that fact that like mm-hmm. it comes from his. I don't know. So good. <laughs> love it. Love it, it. Love it. And 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 I think that it's cool because they're all since they're all kind of the same. They have that same heart beat, quote unquote, beating heart, if you will. Mm-hmm. Is like they all are so interested in each other because no one else knows what it's like to be spider-man but also they have enough like self i guess like self-respect to appreciate other versions of themselves because they don't have that self-loathing 
and right. and that speaks to the purity of like each of their characters as like and the purity of spider-man as a character is like mm-hmm. he's he's a kid he's curious he's kind he wants to help he doesn't like want people to die and and then and andrew andrew garfield's like i mean my villains are kind of lame i kind of like i fought a guy in a rhinoceros suit <laughs> like paul giamatti's like the worst part of amazing spider-man 2 well yeah because because uh because tom is like i fought an alien in space and on earth and and toby's like yeah i fought an alien from space too and yep. toby or andrew's just like my i've i've only fought like kind of lame villains like, i'm kind of lame and he's like no, so, like let's just no you're you're really cool like that's yeah. that self-talk that's not okay yeah. and like toby's like so soft-spoken about it yeah and he's like say you're say i am amazing i am amazing say it yep. with me i am amazing it was <laughs> also good amazing. because like it was like oh his movies were the amazing spider-man like that right. was really yep. cool yeah right that and was, also and also so it was probably cathartic for andrew garfield to be able to say like my movies suck. Like my villains yeah. suck. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And John, yeah. John Watts, the director of this movie was like, no, no, you can say it. And we kind of like all know it, but you were great. And like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Jamie Foxx is great. Uh, but everyone else kind of sucked. Except well, yeah, Gwen like, Stacy. Those movies had good, a good cat. Like both of them. Both oh yeah. Of those movies had Dennis great Dennis Leary's great in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Emma Stone, like, come on. Yeah. But, Again, you can have the best cast and poor writing, and it will only yeah. be an okay movie. Yeah, yep, yep. So many, so many like other really fun little things in this movie. Um, the the scene, the scene where they are all in the high school lab creating mm-hmm. the antidotes, I thought was super fun because so good. like, hey, they're all nerds, they're all scientists, yeah. like. Which They're gonna cook up some concoctions and you save the villains. Yeah, you haven't really seen in the MCU Tom Holland be a nerd that much. I mean, you've seen like right. the decathlon mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but like the really deep science type stuff, like you actually mm-hmm. see him doing it. This is kind of the first time that we saw that, and so it was it was really cool to see that. Of course, alongside the other two huge nerds, uh, Toby and Andrew, um, and then of course the what I now think is an iconic line where uh, Andrew looks at Toby and goes, so are you going to go into battle looking like a cool youth pastor or, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Perfectly written, perfectly delivered. Yes. So good. What's, what made that better for, for me and my viewing experience is I went and saw that with some of my, I went and saw that with uh, some of my friends from that I worked with at Nike, but then Mm. also some of my friends from church and <laughs> yeah. our pastor our, our pastor is was my youth pastor in high school and nice. one of my friends from high school was with us and he said afterwards i immediately thought of of our pastor <laughs> when, whenever whenever toby showed up my first thought was oh my gosh it's toby mcguire my second thought was he looks like our pastor <laughs> <laughs> so it's the little, the little bomber jacket and yeah like and, nondescript t-shirt yeah yeah amazing beautiful love it oh man there's there's the awesome scene where and some of it's played for laughs and some of it's played with enough like um like like this the scenes breathe where where they are reflecting on their own experiences in their worlds and it's funny because you're seeing it from the perspective of ned who's like so did you have a best friend like the guy (laughs) in the chair and he's like i did and he died in my arms 
right before he tried to right after he tried to kill me and that just kind of stares at him like <laughs> it's, it's so a really good. great scene but it's also like you're like he's being dead serious yeah, yeah. and that whole and then he's kind of like oh shoot if i stay near peter that could happen to me and then he jokingly says later i'm never going to become a villain <laughs> but then they and that kind of sets up how sad it is that the spoiler that we haven't discussed they forget everybody forgets who spider-man is mm-hmm. who peter or who peter parker is yeah and he has but, to kind of rebuild his life yeah bef- before we start talking about that one yep. more scene that i want to talk about that like the entire theater lost it at or it was more of a shot than a scene but when they are all swinging and they all are in like the moon like yes, one of yeah, because that was like Amazing I, Spider-Man. Oh yeah. man, nobody really cheered in that scene in our theater except for me. I out loud was like, "It's <laughs> <laughs> like yes." And no, it, yeah. I I was like, "Yeah, let's go!" And I was yeah. clapping, and the whole theater was clapping. It was amazing. Yeah. It was incredible, <laughs> and I like part of me is like, I, they should hang that in museums. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was, it was incredible. Like this is rain of Yeah. Yeah. It's like, here we have a so. Monet. Here we have a Watts. <laughs> here we have a is Watts. Is that Spider-Man? Yeah. It's three. It's the three it's of them. The, the three of them. Yes. Yeah. We were, it, it was a cultural moment for all of us really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I just, I wanted to talk about that scene cause I thought it was just so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, do we want to skip ahead to the to the end? Yeah, we can circle uh, back to other things if we want to as they come up. But yeah. I certainly I wasn't do I wasn't saying we need to like discuss the the ending. I do think it it is a, a really unique way for Tom Holland to proceed in mm-hmm. this world, and that we've never seen him like have to deal with the responsibility of like losing all his friendships at the cost yeah. of the rest of the universe. Well, hold on before like let's Isaac give us a quick recap as to how we end off on no way home how we end oh right uh well he i mean everybody forgets he he goes and he's gonna try to reignite his friendship with ned and um mj and he comes to the conclusion that it would be better for them to be safe and not know who he is Mm -hmm. than to have that relationship with them and it's very sad super sad yeah and and because because zendaya has the cut on her forehead she's like it doesn't hurt anymore and he just kind of stares at her and you're kind of like oh Oh. damn that's a gut punch yeah (laughs) yeah rough yeah yeah because because he goes up to dr strange as dr strange is trying to hold their universe together and the multiverse is ripping and it looks like it looks like loki like it looks like the end of loki which is pretty cool which is really cool and i don't know if you guys noticed this i'm sure you did uh, when they cut to the sky and you see like one of the splinters in the 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 sky, mm-hmm. you can see Rhino. Yeah, I remember seeing Rhino in there. You can see his like his horn hitting mm-hmm. the hitting it. And apparently, like that character, I had heard that that character was originally supposed to be in it, but they scrapped it for whatever reason. Hmm. Which I'm glad. I don't know how they would have yeah. crammed yet another character into this movie and i don't I, I say that not that i think that it was overstuffed or like mm-hmm. overshadowed any like P- our peter like tom holland's peter i just don't know how they would have done it yeah yeah and still kept it as like they walked that line really well and i i, I think that he tom holland's peter was still the main character mm-hmm. despite the number of characters we saw yeah but 
yeah, he he goes up to Dark Strange and is like, what if everyone forgets who I am? Can you cast that spell? And Doctor Strange, you can tell, is trying to talk him out of it because he's like, that means everyone who knows you and loves you, we, he says we, mm-hmm. we are going to forget who you are. And I think that was a little, it was subtle, but it was, it shows that Doctor Strange, as, as annoyed as he's been this whole movie, and kind of has been with, with, with Peter the entire time they've mm-hmm. ever interacted, uh, you know, we see that in Infinity War, especially, and he he has he is fond of peter like he loves peter mm-hmm. and he didn't want to forget peter either yeah mm-hmm. it was that was sad super sad and then him having to say goodbye to ned and mj especially earlier in the movie uh mj says hey you can't you can't make you know these huge decisions that are going to impact the universe without talking to us at least first mm-hmm and he, he didn't do that this time. And she is clearly yeah. distraught and upset. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, that was that was a gut punch, too. Watching yeah. watching Zendaya act is incredible. She's so good. Yeah. Like, we keep... I know we keep talking about how good, like, Toby, Andrew, and Tom are. Because Tom... We, we didn't camp out on this, and I think we need to go back to it at some point. Mm-hmm. But talking about this, the scene following May's death... Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But, yeah. But Zendaya is just this... standing in the rain, looking at Jay Joan Jameson's like lamb. Not I don't know what word I was going for there. Lamb lambasting, lambasting. Yeah. Like just just destroying Spider Man yeah. on live yeah. television. It, and you can tell in that moment he hates himself. Like mm-hmm. he is mm-hmm. so mad at himself for letting that happen or yeah. letting that happen. But yeah, Zendaya, her acting in that moment at the end is so good mm-hmm. yep just oh very good man yep and it kind of I, I do i do think it'll be really interesting to see how it how he connects to other disney marvel movies in the future because mm-hmm. it could be annoying for him to like meet up with dr strange again dr strange like spider-man's just a kid like everyone to go like you're peter Park. like that yeah. was kind of one of the benefits and uh disadvantages of him a lot of or a lot of notable people who wouldn't spoil his identity like iron man mm-hmm. and hawkeye and captain america and ant-man like all those guys knowing that he's just a kid and just be like hey it's cool we get it like mm-hmm. just be safe and uh i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting mm-hmm. yeah um <laughs> As we sit I just, here. I just wanted to sit and like reflect on on everything, which is I think why we just all paused right there because yeah. we've been going at this for a little while now. But yeah. man, there's so much stuff that happens in this movie, and it's so good. The it, last scene yeah. is his homemade suit, which is made out of like really shiny um, blue and red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very which looks a lot like the classic classic to say, suit, which I thought was a great like callback. The yeah, very Walter first caught one. that. Yeah, super excited about that. Um, and the fact that he made it himself, like that's also another yep. classic Peter Parker thing. Yeah, um, I think it's a good place for him to reboot, mm-hmm. so yeah. to speak. Well, and and he's he's finally in like a a studio, a, a crappy studio apartment. Well, I was about to and, say he's about to become the Spider Man that we know. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think I, 
I probably said this when we first started recording. I think I, I know I did. This, the way it ends feels like it is the most true to Peter Parker and Spider-Man mm-hmm. that than we've ever seen with yeah. Tom's Spider-Man, at least. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I'm excited to see kind of where they go from here with, with him because Kevin Feige confirmed that they, they've already ordered a, another trilogy with Tom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we'll see where they go from here. But yeah, I mean... It's it's cool that we're we're gonna see maybe a, a more true to the comic book Peter slash Spider Man as opposed to Tony Stark's little like prodigy little pre- yeah. yeah pet yeah. project type well, of thing. It's we've we've seen we spent a lot of time watching Tom Holland as the plucky high school uh, mm-hmm. teenager Spider Man who tries desperately to balance his life between wanting to be a teenager um and then the responsibility of being a superhero and um yeah and i I think what we're about to see in the upcoming tom holland ones which i don't they're still in very early development so it might be a while Mm -hmm. before we see the next one but um i think this would be a much more mature version of tom holland spider-man um as he Mm -hmm. like tries to navigate adult life um, obviously coming on the heels of um, everybody he's ever known, not knowing who he is. Um, and so him having him having to kind of rebuild it there. And a theory that I have, um, if because I have seen, I saw uh, a headline recently where Tom Holland said that he is considering trying to move away from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though, yes, they've ordered three more, mo- you know, another trilogy with him, I think that we are uh, in the next five years going to see uh, the MCU's introduction of Miles Morales. Yeah. 100%. And we see Tom Absolutely. Holland take on more of the mentor role uh, mm-hmm. as Spider-Man, um, and, uh, which I am very excited about. Into the mm-hmm. Spider-Verse is uh, one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. And um, uh, I've, I have loved Miles Morales ever since he was first introduced in the comics, which wasn't that long ago. Um, yeah. Let me actually look up when he was um when he was introduced real quick yeah i think and and they've already again i've said this before on here and anyone who has talked to me about spider-man in the past three years has heard me talk about this they talk about they they reference miles they don't say his name directly Mm -hmm. in in homecoming when he confronts aaron davis and is like you know who who's selling you this stuff Aaron Davis is like, you know, I want I want these streets to be safe too. I got a nephew out here. Yeah. And Aaron Davis, aka the Prowler, he is the uncle of mm-hmm. Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. So so they've hinted at him already. And something that like like Peter current currently in the MCU, Peter Parker is is too young for them to introduce Miles Morales cuz mm-hmm. there there there's an age difference, right? Like Miles mm-hmm. is 5 or 6 years younger than him, right? Mm-hmm. So so if we don't get another Spider-Man movie for I don't know, 4, four or 5, five years, years, yeah. We could get, you know, Spider-Man in his mid 20s and get get another plucky high school Miles, mm-hmm. right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. which I think would set it up perfectly for that. Yeah, um, I think it would. And another allusion to Miles, I think, 
could be wrong, but when Electro's cured slash defeated yes. and he's talking to Andrew Garfield and he was like, I just thought you're going to be black, which was another great moment between them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and Andrew goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then Electro's like, I can't help but think that there is a black Spider-Man out there. Uh, and I was like, I think that's another allusion to yes. them bringing him in. So yeah. um, there's also, I think, I think one thing that I like just remembered that's important to remember is as of now, um, Sony still has Olivia Wilde tapped to direct a female Spider-Man movie. Ooh. Oh yeah. And that, that would be another vital direction to go in because mm-hmm. like, I mean, I thought about whether or not we would get teased Zendaya playing a version of yeah. Spider-Woman, which yeah. would be absolutely oh, be so incredible. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And honestly that they could probably get away with, like if they brought her like, Hey, we will pay you like fifteen million dollars to lock you in for three movies to play an alternate reality version of Spider Woman, where MJ mm-hmm. becomes yeah Spider Woman mm-hmm. or Jessica Drew or something like that. Right. Like, well, it would work. It, it would work. It would, yeah. it would work, and people would love it because people <clears throat> love oh, Zendaya. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know a single person who's like, you know, who's just like okay, Zendaya. <laughs> yeah. No, Nobody everyone says freaking that. loves her. So, so. It would make so much sense for them to capitalize on her mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you want to be a spider woman or some version yeah. of, of her? Yep. Yeah. Um, I forgot cool. that Olivia Wilde is supposed to do that. And, and this was, I forgot that this was reported last year because I thought this was reported this year. Now there have been, there have been like some updates this year, but last year Olivia Wilde said that, um, that Kevin Feige was going to be working on it in some capacity, but like so much has changed and like mm-hmm. they had to work on this movie before Dr. Strange two, which was originally going to be the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, so who, who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think definitely going, going in the miles Morales direction is going to be huge. And then adding spider woman is going to be really, really big. So this, uh, this article from deadline, um, in August of 2020, uh, says that, um, sources tell deadline that Olivia Wilde has closed a deal to direct and develop a secret Marvel film project revolving around a female character in the universe. While not confirmed, it is expected that the story will be centered on spider woman. Uh, Sony had no comment. Um, so, uh, there is a chance that it won't be Spider-Man related, but I, I think it would be. And also interesting, um, it is an all-female uh, kind of like lead production. So we have, it'll be written by Katie Silberman with Amy Pascal producing and Rachel O'Connor will executive produce. So pretty cool. cool. Or maybe Olivia Wilde's playing Jessica <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Oh, oh, oh! One, one of the. I feel like we're kind of coming to the tail end, thinking about how it's going to all tie in. Um, oh, oh, oh! Wait, before before I give that thought, um, Venom. Yes, we got to talk about that. Okay, we, and I I was confused about this. Venom got taken. So at the end of Let There Be Carnage, he gets taken into this universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably because of the events of Loki. Here's the thing. No, timeline I think was like uh, no. I try not to think about timeline in these movies anymore. It because was it like he got brought into hurt. the universe when um, the spell was cast. Yeah, when when Doctor Strange cast the spell. Well, well hold on though, because that's mm, here's something to think about. And Morgan, because that's what I said in the car on the way home. And then Morgan brought this up. 
uh, which is very astute. The spell only brought in people from other universes who know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, Tom Hardy's Venom, or Eddie Brock, does not know who Spider-Man is or Peter Parker. So it's, why would he get brought in there? exists in his universe. He doesn't. Either. Um, and so that's why... Because that, that was my... I was like, oh, he just got brought in with this spell. Having not seen Loki myself, I am a little lost on how they do that. And I think it'll explain it in future movies, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I don't, know. don't know how... You don't know how long Eddie Brock has been there. He's like in Mexico or something drinking and asking yeah. the the guy who plays uh danny rojas danny rojas uh uh football is live i was like that's danny is rojas. i know i was like is that danny rojas uh, um man i would okay. love for him to be the mcu uh like symbiote venom or whatever that'd be fun that, that's kind of what i thought they were i don't know if they're actually gonna set that up but so okay here's how i am making sense of that in my mind while while Tom, like Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock doesn't know who Peter Parker is or Spider-Man, and he's so confused by all the super-powered people, Venom doesn't necessarily, like, Venom might know. Like, yeah. he might have, you know, at some point, I don't, I haven't seen the first first Venom in a while, and so I can't remember how... I feel like I, I want to say not from another universe. He's he's from the same universe as as Tom Hardy. Right. No. Oh, 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 oh. oh what sorry, I'm saying, sorry, sorry. What I'm saying is, is I I think, and I again I haven't seen Venom in a really long time. I think that they hint at something happening in New York. Do they? And I I want to say they like. I don't know. I can't remember now. Are you looking it up, Walter? Yeah, I'm please look to. it up because I'm curious. I don't even know what to yeah. type for this. I don't. <laughs> how how is Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock connected to Spider Man? Okay. I don't know. Oh, I will do. Y'all keep talking. I'm gonna do some research. Okay, the, while you're doing research, what ultimately? I really and it. I guess they may explain it. They may never explain it. I don't know. But ultimately, what the big impact is. When he goes back to his universe, there's a little, little symbiote left. Mm-hmm. So it's setting up Venom, which I think that people want to see Venom in the MCU because Venom is so, like, closely connected to Spider-Man. He's one of the, he's in the original Sinister Six, I think, right? I don't remember sure. who's in the original Sinister I'm, Six. I'm looking it up. Okay, well, you're looking it up. Yeah, anyway, so 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 we're going to finally get he is Venom not. in the MCU. Who is in the so original the Sinister, Sinister Six? Six um, is organized by Doc Ock, um, who's obviously consists of one of the six. Um, and then you have Vulture, uh, Electro, Mysterio, Sandman, and somebody that we can talk about if we want to, but who's finally, finally about to get brought into the MCU, Kraven the Hunter. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're, that's going to be an MCU movie or is it going to be a Sony movie? Very good question. No, no, Craven the Hunter. Craven. That's Sony. Okay. That's what I thought. Because he's Spider-Man IP. Yeah. Because it seems like Sony is setting up the Sinister Six. 
yeah in a weird way like yeah. a little disjointed um like at this point it, you can't really do you can't really do the sinister six the way that the original comics did but there there are a lot of different iterations of, variations. of the sinister six yeah. yeah so they can do whatever yeah. they want well and because well, when we see the trailer for morbius we see michael keaton's vulture yeah and so <laughs> mm-hmm. so i mean who knows i have i i i did see where so we're getting the the next trilogy with tom holland for spider-man but he's also signed on to do two more marvel movies so we don't i don't know when he's going to show up again mm-hmm. but and i don't know if those are mcu movies or if those are sony movies i i really don't know that's and i don't <laughs> that's i don't think thing. anyone knows i think i think um okay and we can talk this might start a, a bigger conversation but um the mcu finally leaning into the multiverse really mm. means that they can just do whatever the hell they want yes and, <laughs> and that's absolutely. that's a huge thing we yeah. could have yeah. honestly mentioned a lot yeah. earlier <laughs> yeah well i mean yeah let's talk about that now like they they can do whatever the hell they want and they they will i mean they kind of already were but yeah. now it's like well, there are no rules because we can make it up as we go along yeah yep basically real quick real quick so Craven the Hunter is going to be um, it's his own movie coming out in 2023. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson is playing Craven the Hunter, who interestingly played Quicksilver in the mm-hmm. MCU. Um, so, which, which, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you. go ahead. He, so he he's in Avengers: uh, Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and he wanted he did not want to be in more than one movie. He did not want to sign on to a bunch of movies like all these other actors okay. have had to do. So that I think it's hilarious that he was like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to do that." And then he's he has signed on to do this mm-hmm. this Marvel character, mm-hmm. which I imagine he's going to be in more mo- more movies than just this one. Yeah. Yep. I mean, basically like if you sign up to be in a uh, a Sony Spider-Man verse movie or the MCU like you know, you're set for that at least the next 5 years. Right. Yeah. There I think from what I understand um I think Sony realized okay, Marvel helped us get going with Tom Holland's Spider-Man in terms of like figuring out a direction for our own universe because they Mm -hmm. started to do that with garfield's movies and it just didn't work because they weren't they weren't being creative enough well because they were they were gonna do the sinister six with his that's that's correct and set up all these different movies and then they all fell flat because amazing spider-man 2 flopped um so from from what i understand i think four five and six will probably be with tom holland will probably Mm be sony like 90% Sony driven with 10% like, Hey, how about Kevin Feige? He's like, these are our plans. How about you put in ties to this and that and maybe have this character or that character. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I assumed that like their new deal is now like Kevin Feige's not on every phone call. Like, Hey, you need to do this because per our agreement, Spider-Man has to fit into this story over here. I think Sony's going to have Sony has most of, the control of Tom Holland moving oh, forward. Oh, they do. From what I understand. Yeah. 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 Um, it's Sony's but he can world still and we're just playing in it. Yeah. Um, so I'm reading this article about the, still about Craven the Hunter. Um, so Craven the Hunter is, uh, canonically, his half brother is, uh, 
I, th- I it could be wrong, but I think the very first Spider-Man villain named Chameleon. Um, and so um, they're going to bring that in to the Craven the Hunter movie, <clears throat> I think. Um, and and this is back in 2018. Things have obviously changed since then, but the at the time, this the sole screenwriter Richard Wank, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. <coughs> Excuse me. He said. Um, that the movie would see Craven come face to face with Spider-Man. Um, so, you know, we would at, we would at some point hopefully see, um, now here's the thing. It might not be Tom Holland because the Sony verse, which that's, I mean, that's what I'm calling it. Um, we see Tom Hardy. Uh, we're going to see Morbius in that universe as well. I think Craven the Hunter will also be in the universe. Um, they're not in the MCU. They're not in that universe. So it's possible that they could get another Spider-Man running alongside Tom Holland. As Tom Holland's in the MCU, we could see somebody else play a new Spider-Man in the Sony-verse. Well, okay, okay. Just Adding to that, there. in the Morbius trailer, you see him, you see Jared Leto walking down an alley, and in the on the, the wall of a building, you see a Spider-Man poster with the word oh, murderer sh- written on it. Let me look that up. And my understanding of it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding of it is it's a, a picture of from a Spider-Man video game that came out with Toby's Spider-Man. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. But then there are references to, yep. I'm looking uh, at this picture right now. Garfield's villains. Yeah. I, and, and we obviously t- see one of Tom's villains. So, so who the heck knows what's going to happen with the Sony verse? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many different possibilities, um, which is um, a little frustrating because I because I, I just I want to know, but yeah. it's also very exciting about like finally opening up the multiverse and the capacity that it did, which is why and we can talk about the importance of far from home and the MCU as a whole and how it changes going forward, how the rest of the MCU might be Mm -hmm. Um, them opening up the multiverse has just, uh, they can just do whatever they want, um, which is really cool. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. It would, the real quick before uh, we move on from that. So the Easter egg in the Morbius trailer, or we, with, says murderer on it uh-huh. interestingly um the image was ripped directly from the playstation 4 spider-man game oh um, it was and it was specifically using the promo image of this of um it says of the superhero in his sam raimi era suit this is from cinemablend.com okay. um so it is it is curious that they use an image from the video game which I mean, how absolutely insane would it be if the multiverse cinematically opens up to the PS4 version of Spider-Man, which, in my opinion, is still the best Spider-Man story that I've seen, like in a modern day form. So, so I I just completed that game. Okay, like a week or so ago. Okay, crazy. It was a fantastic storyline. So good. Uh, one it was of the best. So good. Yeah. Like I didn't know you had a PS4. I, my brother let me borrow his. Sick. And so I, I finished it and now I'm just like doing the side quests or side missions. But yeah, no, it was so good. And also like Mr. Negative is a super cool villain. Oh, what? Yeah. Super cool. I would be really excited if they brought 
a version of Mr. Negative into a movie. That would be awesome. Yeah. Very what a, what a power like what his power is so cool yeah. and scary. Yeah. So um, anyway, th- there, yes. there are a lot of really cool Spider-Man villains that we have not seen in a in a Spider-Man movie yet. Um I was actually reading this article last night from uh I was I spent a lot of time on comicbook.com last night, but um <laughs> this article is just, just titled Nine Spider-Man Villains We Still Want to See in Live Action. Um, Craven the Hunter is one of them, but we obviously mm-hmm. know he's coming. Um, Scorpion, which we can talk about this too, uh, was in Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen or heard from him since then. Right. Um, so hopefully we see um, an MCU version of Matt Gargan uh, actually come to fruition as uh, Scorpion. Uh, Mr. Negative is on this list, um, and he's actually um, one of the more recent um, villains that have been introduced uh, in the comics. I think, I okay. believe in the 2010s. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's super cool. Um, another villain called Spot, which I believe might also be kind of a recent one, uh, but he, he has the ability to just open up portals that appear in the air or even on his own body so could it could be some really cool stuff there uh tombstone which we've seen we saw in into the spider verse but not in live action yet uh and was in the ps4 spider-man yes but as a as a side side mission not like main storyline right um but. another villain called black tarantula uh who is a uh super-powered cartel leader um would be really cool uh we've seen black cat uh she was in uh spider-man ps4 Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I would definitely be, definitely be cool to see her, um, in a live action. Uh, and then, uh, this last one, which is now officially that we know for a fact in the MCU from the last episode of Hawkeye. Spoiler, by the way, if you haven't seen oh, it, <laughs> spoiler, right, if you I'm haven't seen the last out. episode of Hawkeye. I'm going to bleep that out. I'm going to bleep that out. Beep. This is your warning. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Three, two, one. Go. Kingpin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We, we yeah. Uh, it's like the very last thing we saw in episode five of Hawkeye, uh, but Kingpin as brought. What in. a way to end that episode. Yeah. And we'll talk. I mean, obviously, we'll talk about, that, talk more about next, that next week on Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, I I I would like to see him show up in the MCU on a bigger scale. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to look like moving forward. Um. Anyway, I would like to see Black Cat. I would like to see. I, th- really cool. I would like to see more female villains. Yeah, we haven't well, really had any. What's interesting about Black Cat? That's like, true. Black Cat is like sometimes it, she's her character is just very like you don't know sometimes if she's like good or bad. Um, she's. I mean, and they have she's, had her. There's some lines, storylines where they have mm-hmm. a romantic past together. Yeah. So, um, could be interesting to bring that in. She, she seems like I don't know that much about Black Cat, but she just seems like Marvel's version of of, of a Catwoman. Oh, 100%. in the DC, yeah, yeah. It, which is makes sense that they have her and Spider Man have us like a a love story line yeah. like yeah. Catwoman and Batman do too. Yeah, so I think it was actually in was it Spider Man PS4 sometime in the story like, and she lied to him, but she mm-hmm. can like she told Peter that like she was pregnant with his child. Um, that. I don't think that's ha- that happens in the the video game, no? but maybe it does. I'm I'm getting my storylines mixed up. Maybe it was a comic I read at some point. I can't remember. Yeah, um, I don't think that happened. I don't I don't remember that happening thus far. And I think I've completed that side mission, but oh, I could I be don't wrong. Remember. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but she makes him a super cool suit in the game. 
Yes, it's super she cool. does. Let me look that up. Actually, I want to look at it's, that. It's it's super awesome. It's it's all black and red. Yeah, like the the Spider Man is red and the eyes are red, which is yeah, cool. it's super dope. Yeah, uh, that one and the the one that he the suit that he makes or somebody made for him to fight Doc Ock at the end. Those yeah, he makes that suits. suit okay, to fight Doc Ock, and it was super cool. It was, dope. I mean, it was basically it was pretty similar, but it was the spider was yellow instead but that was also yeah. really cool awesome so yeah um yeah i don't i don't remember that storyline i did see where someone was like someone on twitter was talking about how they would love to see that the ps4 spider-man video game mm-hmm. that storyline be made into a movie somehow yeah and someone was like they should cast Anya Taylor Joy as Black Cat, and I was like, "That oh, would be cool. That would be, be really fun. good. That would be super fun." Yeah. The problem so. is, I think if you bring something that's animated into live action, you gotta be real careful with casting. Um, yeah. Because a lot of people really like the voice actors for everybody mm-hmm. in Spider-Man PS4, and so, you know, it, it does. I do love the voice acting in Spider-Man yeah. PS4. Yeah. Um. So yeah so um who here's a here's a question i've been wondering um if john watts john watts might be down to do another trilogy but if i were him i'd be like i need a freaking break yeah. <laughs> like, i've done well, three he's of doing these. fantastic four he is yeah that's true so okay so let's assume he's not directing okay. these the next trilogy and he's gonna be more of a marvel disney guy who would be a a director y'all would like to see um take on spider-man i haven't really thought about this so i'm like literally just spitballing i don't really know many directors i don't so (laughs) well i mean because what did john watts direct before he had done only cop car which was with kevin um bacon i really like that movie Um, okay he he was he was a smaller indie guy, um, yeah. But now that Spiderman's Tom Holland Spiderman is like kind of a big deal, I don't know. You just like I haven't really thought about this that much. I wish I'd come prepared. Um, but there are a lot of like other interesting directors, like the guy who directed The Green Knight, David Lowry. I think he would be an interesting choice because he's done a lot of small stuff and he has done some like Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, he hasn't done like a huge, huge blockbuster like that. Man, what if Sam Raimi came back? Oh, Honestly, I, 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 yeah, yeah, maybe. Do maybe. You know he, Walter, did you know he's directing Doctor Strange too? I did know that. Yeah, which I think, uh, I mean, judging from the another maybe light spoiler, uh, so warning, but um, the real the actual post like after the whole credits the post scene was essentially just a trailer for um the next uh doctor strange movie um Mm -hmm. and so judging from the scenes i saw there i'm like yeah it's it's gonna be cool i think yeah i and it's supposed to be scary right yes apparently it's supposed to it's gonna be actual horror which will be awesome that'll be good i imagine it's gonna be like horror for the mcu i don't think i can't imagine it being just super scary do you think it'll get the rated r no no i don't know i mean it'd be kind of cool if it did but 
I don't know. I also would like when they do Blade. I want that to get rated R, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it will. Yeah. So, but, dude, I'm excited for Doctor Strange. I freaking love Elizabeth Olsen. Scarlet Witch is super cool. I gotta watch WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. Also, okay, okay. Apparently now I freaking have to watch What If because... That's what I was told too. I haven't watched it either. Yeah. I haven't I'm watched not, What If. I Olivia and I didn't cover What If earlier this summer because like we watched a couple episodes and I do not like the animation. I don't either. I Okay, and I couldn't remember if we had discussed it, it because I was yeah. so disinterested that you and I texted about it once and I was like, I don't really like the animation. I don't want to cover this. And you were like, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. And I don't remember what else we may have discussed about. I think that was probably the extent of it. I, and I guess, I guess it, it, anything in that series can be canon now since the multiverses is a part of it now. Right. But I think, I think uh, it's just kind of a, (laughs) I, I'm going to be a little nitpicky. I, I think it's just kind of annoying to me that it was marketed as like, what if these hypothetical stories happen? And and I realize that at some point, some of them actually did happen in the comic books. Mm-hmm. And like, what if is a comic book like series? It's just, no, I don't want to, I have to watch it. And I don't <laughs> yeah. want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, but I, I, I'll drag like, myself what? through it probably. Um, yeah. Yeah. The episodes are short though so and it's it's an anthology right it's not like like each each episode well, is like what if this happened okay and the next one's like okay now what if this happened no they, they kind the of last four connect. the last uh, three yeah. or four i think all connect so An- annoying i was told i could o- i didn't have to watch all of it i could just watch the last three or four but i will probably just end up watching all of it because yeah. of who i am as a person <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I think I need to. First of all, I want to say I had not seen Doctor Strange until last or earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had never had any interest in watching it, and then I was told I was like, "They're like, you really need to watch Doctor Strange before you watch No Way Home." And I was like, "All right, fine." I ended up enjoying it, and also very, very glad that I watched it before this movie came out. Otherwise, I would have been extremely lost. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of a fan of Doctor Strange, and now I'm kind of excited for um, for the next one. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think Doctor Strange was actually really good, and I I really like the direction Scott Derrickson had with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on one hand, I'm sad that he's not directing this sequel because I think that he he does really seem to care about that character and that mm-hmm. storyline. On the other hand, I'm excited that Sam Raimi's going to be directing it. Like, yeah, could not yeah. have replaced it with a better director. Yeah, very excited. Uh, so, yeah. So, we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens with with Doctor Strange, but yeah, it it looks really good. One of my friends was saying at the end, he was just like, "I feel like we kind of got screwed out of an end credit scene and got a full blown trailer, but I kind of wish we had an end credit scene instead." Which I thought yeah. was like. Yeah, I mean, they're just marketing the next movie, and I kind of wish they would have teased it as opposed to the a trailer. Yeah. But I imagine, I imagine we'll probably get a, a trailer for Doctor Strange in the next couple weeks, maybe maybe months. Well, it, when is it supposed to come out? 
May 6th. I think it's May, yeah. Okay. Yes. May 6th. Yeah. Multiverse. Multiverse of Madness, isn't it? That what it's called? Yes. Okay. Doctor Strange, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Man, that's so exciting that Sam Raimi is directing that. I, I, I hope they bring him in for more MCU. Because he... Man, like, he's such a cool director. Um, and his roots in, in horror, I think, could bring... I mean, it brought a lot of really cool stuff to um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, like, and I don't know if we talked about this, but I know, like, Morgan re- Morgan watched for the first time the Tobey Maguire ones earlier this week. Um, I know Isaac watched at least the first one earlier this week. And it is so... They're fantastic, but they're so different than the MCU movies um, mm-hmm. in such they're a like good way. They're like actual dramas. Yeah. And you get yeah. to like, see things from the villains' perspectives. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like there aren't a million cuts and quippy lines and it's yeah i was like oh this is so refreshing (laughs) it's so good and and that's what morgan was saying like especially about the villains she was like um she's like man like the villain stories are so sad i'm like yeah they are and like they're supposed to be and i think the mcu doesn't focus on like villains stories Mm -hmm. as much um which is fine i mean you know if that's the direction you want to take but um, it definitely does give a lot more depth to the interactions between the heroes and the villains. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think bringing Sam Raimi um, into a Multiverse of Madness is going to be really cool. Um, and I would not be upset if they used him for uh, some more stuff in the future. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, Isaac, I'm looking at the agenda and it says that Thor... Four is coming out July eighth, and Black Panther two is coming out November eleventh of twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, we're getting three next year, mm-hmm. which will be which will be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say we're not getting Black Panther in November. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Do you think that yeah. too many things have happened with Letitia Wright and yeah. Like yeah. production? They're, yeah, they're, yeah. I think I think are they still halting production? I th- I, I think so. I think yeah. it's yeah. still halted. So yeah. yeah, I'd be surprised if that makes the no- November eleventh release date. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Um, either way, uh, Doctor Strange Two looks like it will be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet Thor Four is going to be incredible. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we're getting Taika back um, directing. Walter, did you know that Christian Bale is playing the villain? That's super exciting. In what Thor vi- Four, <laughs> who's the yeah. villain? Who's the villain? Gore the God Butcher. <laughs> Good is that what Lord. that character's name is? <laughs> yes, it's Gore the God Butcher. That's that's an insane. I don't think name. I knew that. It's so good. Christian Apparently Bale. That's he awesome. just like he was this dude who just like was like, man, I'm tired of this, and he just goes out and like starts <laughs> killing like the quote unquote gods. In the that's universe. amazing. Wild. Yeah. yeah, I have also okay. Let me say this. All right, hold on. How much we've been going for? We're a hot minute. about an hour and a half, maybe a little bit longer than okay. that. Okay. Uh, so maybe we can start winding it down a little bit. I I want to give a personal thought that I have. So okay. our avid listeners might know that I am not uh, historically not a big MCU guy, although I am a big Spider-Man guy, and I'm a maybe a casual fan of some of the other ones. I have overall not been like a crazy MCU kind of person. Um, I I have been sensing that change in me over the past, like Ooh. as I've been watching Hawkeye, as I watch Doctor Strange, um, and kind of getting caught up on some of those. Um, and I think Far From Home is fine. I'm finally like, okay, like 
I, I'm in. So I, I, yeah. there, that being said, there's still a small handful of movies and shows that I have not seen yet. Um, I have only saw Thor one. Um, I hold on. Let me just pull up all of them real quick. I, I haven't seen any of the shows other than Hawkeye. Um, and I know I need to do that. Um, I haven't, I watched Endgame, but I did not see Infinity War. I don't have plans to watch Infinity War um, because I feel like... And Olivia, like, I told him to watch Infinity War because I think Infinity War is better overall than Endgame. But I just, I, I know everything that happens. Like, I don't, I'm like, I'm good without it, you know? I don't know. <laughs> it's still I thrilling, just, though. I am I'm o. fine without it. Um, I did see, I loved Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi also definitely helped in my, <laughs> like kind of coming to terms with the MCU. So you've watched the movies that we have covered since you have, have <laughs> started our, our you producer. Had to as a producer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. Um, Actually, look at the track record here. Yep, that, 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 that makes sense. sense. Yep, that, uh, that's it. I haven't seen Captain Marvel. Uh, maybe I'll watch it. I'm not chomping at the bit to watch it because I am not a fan of Brie Larson, but I will probably watch it just to get the story there. Uh, I have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but I love the first one. Um, 2 is awesome. 2 is awesome. I love Ant-Man mainly because I love Paul Rudd. Um, uh, I think I have gone back. I used to really hate Captain America because I hated the first one, and I still do. But I have gone back and watched Winter Soldier and Civil War. I enjoyed those for what they were. Um, Of course, big fan of Iron Man, so I've seen Iron Man. Ooh. And I think... I haven't seen Black Widow. Um, Walter, um, I I wanted to let you know. So like the Marvel TV Disney Plus shows that have released this year. Mm -hmm. They're, I mean, they're all good. Hawkeye's my favorite because we get to see Haley in as a great character. Mm -hmm. All of the Disney Plus shows are kind of like multiverse heavy and it just gets kind of, if you if you do set out to watch all of them, just be warned that you're kind of be like, uh, it's like the same. It's like multiverse over and over. Like we don't yeah. know what's happening in Wandavision for a while. Right. I would say, especially because this character was introduced in Spider Man No Way Home. Watch Daredevil season one mm, on Netflix. Yeah, I need to because do that it too. is like, it's like I mean it's one of the it's the best Marvel TV show. Really, Olivia, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I don't know how I'd rank those shows compared to the Marvel like the Disney Plus shows, but yes, it's it's a good show. Like it's, Daredevil I think is it's good. better than any of the Disney Plus shows. I I think it okay. pro- yeah, I would say it probably is too. Yeah. Um I like it. I like it cuz it's darker. Mhm. Like like it's it's just darker and it doesn't have the like we're Marvel and we're happy and upbeat and like, you know, we're better than, than sad and broody DC. Like it's, it, it leans into kind of the gritty and, and dark, Mm -hmm. um, aspects of what I I think would probably be more closer to what actual superheroes would deal with. Yes. As opposed to kind of this upbeat, like quippy kind of thing. yeah, Yeah. 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 And there's there, there's like enough because we're getting Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin and Hawkeye, and we're getting Matt Murdock, uh, Charlie uh, Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock and Daredevil. 
I am starting to wonder whether or not they're going to keep all of the Netflix or a, a lot of the Netflix stuff canon, especially with those two characters. Mm-hmm. Well, because you also have like Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Punisher. And, Punisher. and we don't know about any of those if they're coming back. We just know. So Daredevil. we don't know if that's MCU or not. Well, so I am starting to suspect, this is kind of my theory, I'm starting to suspect that with Daredevil and Kingpin, they're like making stuff that happens in Daredevil season one through three canon. Uh-huh. But the thing is, like people have said, how could you have such a violent, because Daredevil is like very, very violent. It's super violent. dark. Um, yeah. How could yeah. you have a violence thing like that in this universe? And I, I, my theory is that that stuff will be canon but they're going to move forward in such a way that's like a little bit more gritty, mm-hmm. but definitely not as like gruesome. Right. Because yeah. like, because Tom Holland gets beat up, there's blood in these movies. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. people get stabbed, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, like <laughs> Marvel Disney is never going to show Kingpin like crushing a dude's head. In the yeah. Door, which is something that happens <laughs> yeah. in Daredevil season one. Like, so. like just it, it like, I mean, it, is mafia style kind of thing like it's it's violent like that and i mean well and and even in i think it's jessica jones i can't remember but i know it's jessica jones and luke cage talking and i think it's it's in jessica jones's show like they talk about the events that have happened in the mcu up to that point like like they reference the alien attack they they reference avengers Oh, the yeah, Avengers that's in movie. the MCU then. Yeah. Yeah. But but but, but afterwards was... Dis- Marvel Disney was like, "No, nah, that's that's not in our universe." Like they they publicly kind of like disowned it. They kind of did the same thing with Agents of Shield too. Exactly. Like they were yeah. like, "Ah." And I think at that point like I imagine that around the time they were like, "Okay, we're going to we're just going to stop moving forward with these shows was probably around the time that Disney plus was getting ready to launch. Yeah. And so, yeah. so they were like, we're going to do our own shows and we're going to make it more true to like what we've already set up. Right. Whereas those were sh- like those, I would not allow my like child to watch those shows if I, <laughs> yeah. Gotta be children. 16. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and even then it's like, well, I, mean, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't let my like 11 year old watch those shows. Mm. Whereas I would, I would let my 11 year old watch any other MCU, anything. Yeah. Like Hawkeye right? or something. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens moving forward. And I remember when, oh, like one of the rumors that, that was circulating that about far or no way home was that um oh, i can't remember what her name is the actor who plays karen page which is like one of the characters in daredevil she and kirsten dunce were seen on like on set together and so everyone was like oh they're gonna be in it this mm. is this is happening mm-hmm. and like we didn't see that but that doesn't mean that wasn't originally in the script somehow right, right. and so like who knows what they're gonna do but those characters are are definitely in it yeah now so and that reminds me um deborah ann wool and elton henson who are play karen and foggy foggy is his his attorney partner in the comics both of them yes kevin feige 
confirmed like they are both in it like they're, they're both going to reprise oh, really? their roles yeah oh in, cool in what? which is I, which is very cool because they're both really great in what? yeah they and are very good actors they're gonna reprise the characters in the mcu i don't oh, okay. think he's said when and in, where because okay. i saw that he, kevin feige was like yes charlie Ke- cox is coming back as matt murdoch daredevil mm-hmm. but we're, we i'm not telling you like when he's showing yeah. up which i think at That's that point he said that everyone was like okay we're gonna see him in, in no way home okay yeah. kev yeah okay. wink <laughs> yeah it so. was a it was an agatha meme like he's gonna show up but i don't know when yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. No, that's super cool yeah um yeah and obviously we'll, we can talk more about um mcu next i think the finale of hawkeye is also going to play a huge part in kind of setting you know or at least giving people hints as to what the the roadmap of the mcu mm-hmm. is going to be looking like so we can talk more about that next week uh when we discuss um the ending of hawkeye um but I am uh, I just all that means I'm just I'm excited for where they're going to take it. I think I, I was just I didn't love the first phase of the MCU um, as mm-hmm. they were kind of trying to find their footing, I think. Um, sure. I think that was exemplified heaviest in the first Captain America movie where it was just mm-hmm. I, I, it did nothing for me. So um, I think um, in this phase, as they're start, we saw it with Shang-Chi pulling these um have historically been more obscure heroes from Marvel, mm-hmm. um, kind of pulling them in. Uh, like I think we're see, is it Modoc is the name of the, what's, who's Jim Carrey playing? Jim Carrey, actually, I, we have to redact that bit of movie news roundup because apparently he's not confirmed, <sighs> which is a bummer. <laughs> Damn. All right. All right. But like weird stuff like that, like they're starting to right. bring those in. And that's what I like. That's way more interesting to me. Um, I am, I am really excited to, uh, to see that. So, um, so yeah, I, 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 I like what they're doing with the MCU now. Um, uh, I think the, what they might be setting up for young Avengers, um, which again, we can talk about next week after Hawkeye, but, um, ah, just so cool. I'm excited. So cool. Yeah. Well, and something as we're talking about like French characters, I don't think this character, as far as like comic book people are concerned, would consider this person a French character. But I saw this with with Doctor Strange recently that that um, America Chavez is going to be apparently in the Doctor Strange movie. Oh. And while I think the general public may not know who she is, she's she's kind of a big deal in the MCU or in the in the comics not in the mcu mm-hmm. um she plays miss america mm-hmm. and she i mean she would be the first latina that we would have in the mcu yeah as like a hero and um she i know in the comics she is is a lesbian so like they they would hit that as mm-hmm. well um, that's gonna be super controversial. I think it'd be awesome if they do yeah. that, but it'd be super controversial. Um, as you know, if anything that's not uh, straight and white is obviously very controversial in right, media. right, yeah. And she, I mean, she's super cool. So yeah, so she's awesome. there's what's what's interesting about her. She, so she was also introduced in the comics in 2011, which is the same mm-hmm. year that Miles Morales is introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big year for diversity, um, in, in comics and specifically Marvel. Um, and is also like, if anybody tries to complain about like, you're my, you know, 
Marvel's getting too woke. The PC police are coming after us. It's like, like no, they're Marvel is extremely diverse. At, at first, it didn't mm-hmm. start out that way. You know, most of your heroes were straight white males, but um, of course, that was back in the '60s. Uh, and so, but as time has gone on, we've seen a ton of diversity uh, in Marvel, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I think. Um, it's cool to see uh, Disney kind of maybe finally starting to lean into that a little bit. Like I said, with these right. more obscure characters and heroes getting brought in. Um, right. For example, like Ironheart, the Ironheart show yeah. that's going to come out, which that's, I am I'm excited about that. Stoked about. Um, but it's it's a like the the new Iron Man's going to be like a a, a black teenager um, mm-hmm. woman, a girl. Yeah. And yeah. so um, I, I, it's it's going to be super cool. Really excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, people want to complain about these movies being too woke, but okay. If you actually go back and look at those comic books that originally came out, people were mad at the comic books cause they were too woke then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Captain America was fighting Nazis and was like trying to fight for like injustice. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, Black Panther was created solely for the purpose of representation. Maybe not solely for the purpose of representation, but like for for like Stan Lee created that character to like purposefully. Right. Yeah. And and it was, that character was so influential that the black Panthers decided to name their organization after that character. So like, you know, people want to be like, Oh, well, comic books are too woke now. It's like, no, they've always been controversial. Always. They've always pushed kind of like push the envelope. They've always kind of tried to stay on the edge of things. Yeah. Which right, you need. Yeah. You need to have that. Right. So. And and so, yeah, it's that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. So I <laughs> Anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. It's been a while since we talked about Spider Man. Should we bring it back? We have for the yeah, end. Yeah, we should here? bring it back. I was I was kind of reading some stuff, but yeah, I'm super excited for Ironheart. Mm-hmm. See see and Ironheart's like i let's let's watch that. Like I wanna I I'm I'm ready to like we get it the multiverse is a thing mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. move forward let's let's yeah. look yeah. at let's go look at characters not keep it small keep it like ambitious but let's see new characters like that's why i'm loving hawkeye because it's like we're getting to see Haley steinfeld yeah. nerd out mm-hmm. over yeah. working with her idol hawkeye um mm-hmm. so it's like let's do ironheart let's do yeah. armor wars like mm-hmm. let's get yeah armor wars is gonna have don Cheadle as the main character yes yeah, gonna be super sam cool. rockwell i think is gonna be in it right mm-hmm. is he reprising so. his role i think let me, so let me look um let's go back to those stories like let's yeah. move forward we get the multiverse is a thing i'm 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 not in this movie but i'm tired of like i don't i will never re-watch loki or wandavision or what or finish <laughs> what if um because I'm, I'm just i'm ready like we love the characters we get it and let's just move forward. Um, that's, that's my thing. Like I loved this movie because it was like such an event thing. And I think that the more it kind of, the more Disney plus shows will dig into like, well, it's important that you understand this moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, just, I don't care. Like just show me the characters, Let, show me them doing stuff and kind of yeah. growing as characters. That's what we care about. It feels like, right. uh, and this is, I think it's happened a couple times since the MCU has been a thing, but the MCU, sometimes they, they'll get caught in a little, a little rut where it's like, okay, we need to spend like two movies that do set up like yep. for what's yeah. going to happen next. And I think bringing, bringing it back to, to no way home. 
they could have done that. Like it could have been like that, but it was still No Way Home is still very much a Spider-Man movie that also at the end, or I kind of threw out, I guess, but set up for the future of the MCU as well. Mm-hmm. So I think they, they struck that balance really well on this one, and I would like to see them do that more. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes. I think that, I mean, that was kind of my complaint with, with Eternals, right? Like, it's it, it was really just set up. Mm-hmm. That was it. I mean, yeah. I it was fine. I'm sure I'll probably watch it again at some point when I do some sort of, like, massive Marvel rewatch. But... It was just set up. And I think, like, Walter, you make a good point. Like, they do that. They've done that a few times in the MCU. And, mm-hmm. and I think that we could we could argue that WandaVision and Loki were ultimately setups yeah. for the future of the MCU. Both really good shows. I really liked them. And, and that, I'm not necessarily saying that's a... It's not a bad thing inherently. It's not a right, bad right. thing. I think that if it's the sole purpose of of a show or a movie then like mm-hmm. okay I, yeah. I don't think that was the sole purpose of either one of those shows i i think that that we got to learn more about those characters and see those characters grow and develop but in ways that we hadn't previously ultimately like one could make the argument that they are just setting up the future and i think that that's kind of where i'm getting a little exhausted with the mcu it's like we're just setting up the future and then like that's all i'm looking forward to is like okay well what what's next yeah and i i don't get to spend as much time like caring about the character because i'm just right. like well okay what's the, the next big thing whereas yeah. like you know like with hawkeye i'm invested in these characters i freaking care about clint barton and i've never once cared about clint <laughs> I <know. Barton. laughs> like i like i i'm I want impressed him that they did to, that yeah like and I've, I've seen a lot where a lot of people have said that on online of like i actually care about this character for the first time in mm-hmm. 12 years mm-hmm. um and, and i want to see like what happens with him i want to see how this plays out and that that's just kind of i think that's really cool also and now I'll, I'll wait i'll save that for when we actually talk about hawkeye okay but in even in spider-man like Yes, this is setting up something bigger, but also the whole time you're just like, man, I need, I need, I need Tom to yeah. like pull through. I need mm-hmm. him to like, you, like you care about what happens to him. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, with like Eternals, it's like, ah, first of all, there's a million people and I can't remember who they are. And yeah, I'm, that's one movie I'm probably not, I have no plans to ever watch the Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. And the more the it's like there's fifteen of them. I can't remember who any of them are. Mm -hmm. I just will refer to them as their actor's name because I know that better than their actual name. Right. Gorgon and Zolo and Fidley and Harry Styles (laughs) and Harry Styles. Time and Harry Styles. And the more time passes, the more I'm like, that that was a Marvel movie. That's so weird. But like, I don't know. There are some movies that are forgettable in the MCU, and I think. The first Captain America movie is that. I don't remember anything that happens in that movie. The first I, Captain America? I, yeah. Yeah. Just boring. Boring. Stanley Tucci is in it, and I just remember the first time I watched that, I was like, Stanley Tucci? What? Who did he play? Who I love. I he don't... played the, the, doc, like the scientist that helped, that like chose him, and basically instilled in him, like, hey, keep your like uh, okay. pure heart or whatever. Yeah. I don't... Um... I'm like not a huge fan of 
the first Captain America, but yeah. as time has progressed, I appreciate it more and more for being more. If you think about it, it is more in line with some of the Sam Raimi um, Spider-Man movies because it kind of just like it takes its time. It goes from one thing to the next. It's very patient. There's kind of a dramatic ending with him getting frozen. And I really appreciate that because like very few other Marvel MCU movies are like that. I guess so. It just wasn't entertaining to me. <laughs> like at sure. the end of the day, which is didn't, fair. Didn't Which didn't is do fair. it for me. I thought Red Skull looks stupid too. But <laughs> it's Hugo. Me. You're gonna complain that Hugo Weaving was in a yeah. If he looks Marvel stupid. Movie? Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, uh, all right, yeah. Hey, let's let's land this plane, man. I think we've been going for probably about two hours now. Two so. hours now. Yeah, yeah. This all might right. be our longest episode, so yeah. congratulations to Woo. everyone involved, the three of us. Yeah. If you're still listening at this point, thank you. <laughs> yes, we, appreciate we really it. appreciate it. <laughs> and are um, you okay? <laughs> and also, do you are are you avoiding something? Like, are you putting off work? Yeah. Go talk or, to your family. Go. <laughs> Or just text us. Like, yeah. you can text one of us and be like, hey, great no, I'm episode. not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay. Or great episode. That, that episode was so good that you guys are just killing it. You're in just the amazing. Game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Th- this is how I wanted to land the plane. Probably the most emotional that I got in Spider Man No Way Home was when he, he goes and talks to Strange. He's like, you need to cast this spell. Strange is like, I don't want to. He's like, okay, fine just do it like that's my responsibility and he goes back to toby and andrew and he's like he doesn't know how to like get the words out he's like this is crazy thank you so much Mm -hmm. all that stuff and andrew's kind of like holding up toby who Mm -hmm. had been stabbed and toby goes peter we get it like it's what we do yeah and that's all he says but it was so for some reason that line and that kind of like and then him giving them that they have like a big group hug Mm -hmm. made me emotional because it kind of like that encapsulates spider-man yeah. he's like that's what we do we, yeah. we just we keep moving forward we do the next right thing yeah. and i was like i got like very teary-eyed in that yeah. moment um with the three of them all standing there yeah and it was so that's also who Peter like, Parker is. like the group hug was also <clears throat> i feel like it was like that was we as an audience like we wish we could give a group hug to all three of these actors because like yes they, yes that's my, so that's such a good yeah. point like Spider-Man is and will probably always will be my favorite superhero of all time for a multitude of reasons. And so to, like these three actors, even with, with our gripes about Andrew Garfield's ones, uh, with our gripes about how Sam Raimi did Tobey Maguire at the end, uh, with how they've done it in the MCU with Tom Holland, all flaws aside, like they, these three men have like helped bring uh, a, a character that's very important and dear to a lot of people's hearts like to the big screen and like mm-hmm. made it real like tangible i don't know so it was just like i was like oh man like the three of them hugging like never thought this would happen you know yep. yeah yeah like, like the, yeah. the the paul rudd from hot one she's like look at us who would have thought you know who like, thought? Hey, not, yeah. me. <laughs> not me <laughs> look at us so well, and, yeah 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 no it was it was like all of our nostalgia i mean mm-hmm. we again we've been watching this character since we were eight seven yeah. or eight right like yeah for the three of us at least right mm-hmm. and so seeing seeing them embrace i think you're right it was like that's what we we've all wanted to do mm-hmm. yep we we've all wanted to to just be like thank you 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. And thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Please leave us a review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a lot. Um, share this with anyone you know who uh, loved or hated Spider-Man No at Home. Maybe we can change their mind or give them a little uh, fun conversation to listen to. Thank you to our producer, Walter, for producing this episode. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and inserting a really great spoiler warning. Um, it's awesome. I'm really glad yeah. we're warning. doing that now. Warning, 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 warning. warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then oh and be sure to tune in next week as we we talked about it earlier but we will be uh covering the end of season one of hawkeye um it's just a big old mcu party for these these few weeks at the end of the year here so um so if you love the mcu uh be sure to make sure you catch up on hawkeye listen to our episode about that and like isaac said share with your friends friends family. i don't know why i said it like that and um <laughs> Have a great Saturday. Yeah. 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 Hey. Yeah. yeah. Hey. You yeah. should. Hey, you have a good day. Hey, you you have a good day. I hope <laughs> okay. you guys both have a great day. And anyone listening, even if yeah. it's not Saturday when you listen. Oh, man, that's I so hope nice. you have a, a great day. Thank you, Olivia. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Two hours and ten minutes. Good job, everyone. Nice. High fives all around. Woo. <laughs> all right. Thanks, y'all.